1: We back. Hello, how you doing? Happy New Year. Hope your January is bringing you everything you wanted to bring and you're achieving all your goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of January, pretending that the new year isn't just an arbitrary calendar thing and actually you could change and alter your goals at any moment of any day. Uh, but I hope that you are achieving the goals that you want to achieve. Uh, we're putting on an event. I want to say this very, very quickly in case you... Fast forward past this intro, we are putting on an event called Hip Hop Save My Valentine. It's at O'Meara's, I was about to say O'Meara's nightclub, I'm not, I'm not sure what you call those places now. It's at O'Meara's, I, I think that is actually what you do, you don't call them anything, you just call them by the name. So it's at O'Meara's, uh, we've got some of the best DJs in the world playing there. We've got MK, we've got Jaguar Skills, we've got Yoda, we've got Martin Too Smooth. Uh, Hip-Hop Save My Last Resident DJ, of course. It goes from 10pm to 4am. I'm hosting. What exactly hosting involves, I'm not sure yet. I'm going to try and figure it out between now and the 15th of February. It's fancy dress. So that means you come as a hip-hopper of your choice. Or something hip-hop related. Don't feel restricted, but it is fancy dress. Um, It's going to be great. And all proceeds go to calm the campaign against living miserably the charity to help prevent male suicide so it's a great cause we want to sell it out i don't think it's sold out yet and by i don't think i'm i know but i wanted to sound sort of casual about it uh so please do buy tickets uh martin's got the link on his instagram i've got the link on my instagram please do come there's an r and room as well so if you're thinking i don't want to fucking spend valentine's weekend at some hip-hop club absolute sausage fest absolutely not mate it's gonna be an r and room and shit. Plus, uh, it's just gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be there till 4 a.m. It's the first time I've been somewhere till 4 a.m. for a while. I think so. We're gonna see how that goes down. So please come to Hip Hop Save My Valentine. Today's episode is uh, features a, a legend of the British music scene. It is man like Harvey from So Solid Crew. Uh, he talks a lot about what it's like to be a pioneer. Uh, he talks about his time in prison uh, he talks about all sorts of shit so you know I, I, don't, I don't know why I insist on summarising this before the actual thing starts you are about to see that it's like one of those shitty recaps after an ad break where they start talking about what you're about to see and you just think you know like fuck off mate don't patronise me I've got the attention span to actually continue watching this uh, anyway it's a great episode it's an absolute banger I hope you enjoy it take care oh by the way one thing I want to say I will talk about this more at length but Koji Radical cashmere tears i hadn't properly listened to this record it's unbelievable that's my rom reco for this episode koji radical cashmere tears it is a a, a masterpiece i'm going to talk about at length in the future but check it out all right bye enjoy hip hop save my life peace out this is the hip hop save my life podcast
0: thank you for listening to the podcast hope you enjoy the podcast and sit back because it's
1: time for the podcast Hello, welcome to Hip-Hop save My Life, uh, I'm here with Rupert, how you doing Rupert? I'm good, we're back. We're back, After yeah, fucking hell. God, it's good to like be back, isn't it? How was your Christmas break? Lovely. What'd you go up to? Travelled around a bit. Where'd you Just go? tried to see every member of every family. Of every family? Yeah. That <laughs> I'm associated but with. That you're associated Yeah, with yeah. How many is that? <laughs> uh, what, are you in Wu-Tang or something? Fourteen. <laughs> how many families are you associated with? Fourteen different families. Fourteen different yeah, families? Yeah. Holy people, shit. People, two families. Yeah. I see you yeah. wearing the shirt in the family tartan. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. good. Uh, was it fun? <laughs> it was nice, yeah. Nice to do a good little road you. trip. Good Bristol, you, you're asking. Yeah, Bristol, like Bristol Suffolk. Suffolk. Suffolk I like, haven't got Sussex and Kent. So a real tour. Right. <laughs> Forget, I, I want to get the chat out of the yeah, way yeah, of because course. we're joined by a goddamn bona fide <laughs> legend. Legend. Is that what you're going to say? 100%. Yeah, it is legend, what I'm going to yeah. say. Who paid you? Listen, <laughs> this guy, I'm fucking buzzing to have this guy on yeah, the podcast. Wrong, wrong, we have got Harvey. The Harvey He doesn't need anything else That's it Harvey how are you bro I'm right. I'm like Madonna I don't need no saying No No I didn't need that <laughs> I wish I'd done that myself actually Because Ranger Nathan In fact I'm l- What would it be? Just Ranger? Ranger, Yeah MC Ranga From Just when I interviewed even MC. him He told me some dark uh, Dark yeah.
0: secrets yeah. About his rap <laughs> Battling days. Oh yeah, that
1: was yeah. Uh, MC Ranger from the Manor. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad look for me. Uh, how are you, mate? You good? I'm oh, very well, mate. Thank you so well. much for joining us, man. Anytime, bro. Like we first met on Judge Romesh, didn't we? Correct. And um, the I told you at the time, the producer, the exec producer, because I had a little in it mm. when I was doing the thing. And I got up and I was like shouting at the courtroom to show respect to you and Romeo, because like you guys are like pioneers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like you changed. Music in this country. Do you know what I mean? Like you paved the way, and I think you always have to respect people that have done that. So mm. I was like saying to the courtroom, "Schg, <laughs> so <"S- laughs> solid. What are you doing?" And then he was in my ear going, you're making a S- prick of yourself. Like sit down. What are you doing?" <laughs> no, has got. thought it was a hip hop concert, <laughs> it, it <laughs> bless, bless him. Yeah. Um, um, what, was how I- was the, what was the case for those that don't know? So uh, Harvey and Romeo were disputing who originally came up with the. Um, Two multiplied by ten plus one. Oh, yeah. Ro- it was Romeo done, wasn't it? But you turned it to Ramesh done by the time we finished your show. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get
0: copyright on that now, yeah.
1: <laughs> but Romeo done. Harvey was saying that yeah. he, he came up with that, and then Romeo came in and stole the bar. Who won the case?
0: He gave it to Romeo, didn't he? Shit. No, because it, he you know loved what? him. He loved Romeo. No, hold
1: on. Everybody loved. He Romeo. loved his voice. There his voice go. is unbelievable. <laughs> Very even as we're talking, to- I can't <laughs> even he hear his crush. voice. Talking about his voice is getting me aroused. And I can't even Silence yeah. for like a minute. Yeah, it's like a few seconds silence for Romeo. <laughs> <What a great laughs> you did an event recently, and like uh, Stormzy came through, and like yeah. you had. <laughs> Because what I wanted to ask you about, actually, is that, you know, we sort of alluded to it when we were talking about Judge Romesh, is that I think there was nothing like so solid in this country Never. before you guys came through. And, you know, I, I sometimes wonder about the mentality of you guys because it was so different what you did and you, you totally changed what was going on. And obviously it paved the way for, for people that, that came after you. Yeah. And obviously now grime and UK hip hop and all that sort of stuff is massive like it's amazing I don't think people could have dreamed of how big it was going to be as it is now Right, it's incredible and Stormzy to be the mainstream sort of megastar. even he said in that uh, Wiley said didn't he the only thing bigger than me last year was Brexit Brexit amazing love that line yeah yeah and it's true you go that's not even a brag mate I think that like because I thought it was really nice seeing Stormzy there yeah because I thought well to me I thought something sort of to myself. So that's somebody who's the current, who's currently on top, who's shown mm-hmm. respect to people that came before him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? How, do you feel like you got, you've got the respect and you've got the recognition that you truly deserve for for what you did? I mean, obviously, when you started, you weren't coming into it going. You know, this, we're the pioneers. You're we're just doing it. You're, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're just getting yeah. on with it at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But
0: obviously, now, within the last, I'd say, obviously, of course, I know the impact of it. Because I know that impact that has had on people's lives. I know the impact when people come up to me in petrol stations or mm. I'm just shopping with my family. But um, it's only now that, like, probably the last, I'd say the last five years, I've realised, right, we're legends in this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm 40, I've been through a lot, and you've yeah. been through a 24 year career. Yeah. Can you imagine the ups and downs that I've been yeah. through with them boys? And then obviously seeing what we've... The platform that we set up for the new artists now, they can only show respect. Yeah. I can, I can actually say no artist has ever been disrespectful. Right. Or tried to act like they're on our level. Yeah. Because there's only one so solid, mate. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, all the risks that we took, all the, you know, the court cases, all the mad things that you've seen, that like the negativity that followed so so, um, so solid, as well as the positivity... It was all worth it now yeah. when I see that we have an industry and we have an industry that is on par now with America. Yeah. If anything, people are more interested in our country now, more yeah. than the Americans. Because yeah, I think yeah. American rap in its current climate is awful. Yeah. Me and you come from listening to proper rappers, yeah. who, um, you know, Nas, Jay-Z, yeah. whoever you're talking about, Um, the proper DJs, Funkmaster yeah. Flex, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Now it's all this ABC rapping, all this mumble... <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. it, Migos, yeah. um, whatever that little yachty, little yachty, yeah. Uzi Vert, and all these people. Yeah. And I'm like, if you call that rapping, then mate, I need to come out of retirement, bro. Do you know what I mean? I'm used to getting a old oh, WH myths, a pen and a pad, yeah, and formulating punchlines and lines that are going to make people go, Oh wow, yeah, yeah. You, people don't do that now, yeah. That's in England, I'd say they do that. Yeah, we've got, yeah. We have a lot of lyricists, you know, people like the Wileys, the. The Stormsies, the chips, yeah. the Skeptors. Yeah. To me, they're the elites of that generation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? they yeah, yeah. these boys can spit. Gets P-Money. Yeah. I put them P boys, Money, mate, I P, love P, P money. P Money's the most
1: underrated. Oh mate. He's underrated listen, spitter ever. Oh my He's you know better what? than half of them. Mate, he's a fucking megastar. Like. Oh. I have never heard him do anything but kill a track literally he's fucking unbelievable do not war with P Money he will end you yeah Yeah. and also it's not even like he'll do three tracks he'll do 75 tracks about what a prick you are yeah literally
0: Literally. (laughs) literally If it ain't fam, I'm on no one's side I'm no one's friend, no one's guy Set he shop boxes, look at them prices You ain't no plug, you just no one guy Scenes full of pricks, man, no one tries Making shit tunes, no one buys No one's gang, no one rides they wouldn't one whip because no one drives My team's scared of no one's side No one's fake here, no one lies No one blies, no one gets off Grand here Can't let no one slide Told them come back, no one hides Man tried to tell me his ends is hot Oh, now I ain't seen no one fried No one got smoked, no one died Sibby I think one of the best clashes was him and Getz Yeah, yeah, yeah I was like, "Where's this gonna end?" <laughs> because
1: they're, they're
0: both sick. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. P Money's so underrated. So, listen, Stormzy and my brother, my little brother, grew up together. Same yeah. area. Went to the same school. Stormzy's like my little brother. When I see Stormzy out there, and I know the, the Stormzy that I know, that's fa- that's family. Yeah, He's yeah. family to me. I don't look yeah. at him like um like an artist. In the early stages of of his career, I helped him a lot. I don't need to go and go in here and tell you what I've done for him yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean but I helped him on the way he knows what I've done and he acknowledged that the other day when he seen me and that was what was nice when he ran up to me and said unks I'll never forget when you done that for me yeah. I said bro my advice is free yeah, yeah, I don't want nothing of you Stormzy's learned a lot in the last three years himself he said to me man a lot of these dudes are faking it unks I said I told you bro yeah.
1: they
0: only want you when you can do something for them yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean but now that you're the man then you're gonna see he really cares about you, do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. now everyone's going at the, at, at the geezer, isn't they, yeah. do you know what I mean? With every high comes a low. Yeah. So I said, just be prepared, you know. For
1: yeah, the, because the, it's the, difficult. The position he's in now, yeah. now it gets tough. Every like, time you go to a new level, be yeah. prepared for a
0: new devil. Yeah, that's yeah. what I told him, so. That's a good, that's a good choice, Yeah, he's yeah. right, yeah, right, gonna, it's right, gonna right, come, right. man. Did
1: I'll, you come com- up with that? Yeah, yeah. it's like not just yeah. then. It's not just then. It's obviously his thing, it? Yeah, it's the truth though. It sort of feels relevant again, because we're talking currently... This feels like a bit of a, a departure. But like we, everyone's talking about Meghan Markle at the moment and the, and the racism that she's facing. Mm. The pre- allegedly, do you know what I mean? Everybody's been very divisive. Yeah. So Solid, when So Solid came out, you had your fair share of negative headlines and shit like that when it came out. More than your fair share, yeah. right? How did you feel about all that? Did you feel like... Was that justified? Was that because that was what was surrounding it at the time? Or did you feel like... There was just a vendetta because you've got a load of like, you've got a load of black kids coming through, and then with that, people get nervous and there's certain connotations associated with that. I think it's a bit of both. Right. Certain situations we didn't help ourselves because we had that
0: at the time, we were kids from the streets, man, and some of the behaviour wasn't cool. Right. And even reflecting the other day with Mega Mega, I was like, why did I do these things? Because we're yeah. all adults, family men. Yeah. But it's a learning curve. Who, who can prepare you for being in the industry? But a lot of it also, too, was just straight. Stereotyping right. and racism, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's we've I'm not gonna focus on that card, yeah, but I I experienced it, I knew what it was. But when I knew I made it, I come home one day and it was talking about us in House of Commons. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> <Wow>. order! are <laughs> these boys up, they're so negative, they're no good for the younger generation. And I was and then remember Darkus, who had Devil's yeah, Advocate? Yeah, yeah. He was the worst because I was like, Darkus. You are a black man. Yeah. You understand our struggles. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Why would you go on your show and hammer us? I'll never yeah. forget that. I literally, my mum was like, can you believe this guy's absolutely hammering you guys yeah, to the yeah. ground? How's it funny? He hammered us. And then five years later, his son ended up going to jail for drugs. Karma's <laughs> a... M- oh, really? <laughs> now, isn't it weird, though? Because yeah. I'm thinking, Darkers, you should know better than that. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't easy. It was a lot of pressure on we understand there was no uh, no one else to share it with. There wasn't yeah. other rappers by our side. Yeah. We was in the charts with Robbie Williams, Kylie Minogue. Yeah. These black boys from Battersea. Also, we got threatened by every gang in England, as well as the police being against us. So imagine, every gang wants to rob us and kill us. And now the government against us. You tell me where I go. <laughs> tell, where do I go? Either home to me wife at the yeah. time, or the boys. We, yeah. we could only rely on each other. Yeah. All we could trust was each other, because... Whole so what was this gang thing because you? was oh, co- murders, mate. Every you name every guy ga- like because obviously a lot of the boys. Rom, we're all individuals. I was known as a footballer in Battersea. Yeah. So my mum ran all the youth clubs. So everyone knows my mum in in yeah. South London. I come from a good family. I was never in trouble. I was always playing football. Me and Romeo, bit of the sensible ones. Yeah. Mega and them, they were street kids, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Face. <Fettice. laughs> They were edgy street boys. They was involved in some shit. Right. As youngsters. And it follows you. Yeah. So by the time we got famous, enemies come. Right, right, right. So obviously it's your, your local boys that you've been in beef and then, with. And also now you've got something to lose. Exactly. You? So in our area, South London, you don't need to do the math. There's us from Cap'n Junction. You've got yeah. Brixton, which yeah. is not an idiot area. Yeah, yeah. You can do the math, can't yeah, you? show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was just our local problems. <laughs> 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 and the next year you're going, well, Manchester boys are on you now. <laughs> Birmingham boys are on you now. You name you. Listen, I've probably had comeuppance with every main gang in this country, bro. And it's so weird now. I probably know half of them. I'm mates with half of them now. Because we never folded. (laughs) That is mad. But imagine that hearing, oh yeah, don't go Birmingham because that gang is on you. They want to rob you. Okay. Cool. Might as well just go them again, innit, Rom, (laughs) innit? that's the only place I'm safe oh <laughs> yeah. my god so it was a lot of pressure for young boys at that time but I would never change it because I'm so glad I went through it because the respect now that, that we've got off the mainstream industry gangsters when I'm walking down the street people just like respect bro Like really yeah yeah because they know that we've been through it right. you know all of us Rom is this the reality of life all of us have been stabbed all of us have been jail. I was the only one that never went jail. Can you believe it? And then I went bloody jail. And I was thinking, and Megan was like, how did Harvey go jail? And it wasn't even gangster what I went jail for. It was driving on a ban. How rubbish is that? Do you know what I mean? I
1: mean I, I they sent me to bloody
0: Wormwood Scrubs three years ago, Rom. Can you believe it? That's mad. I know. They made it a right example of me, even though I won the appeal. Yeah. Sent me to Wormwood Scrubs. How long you there for? It. I was there for four weeks. Big we got Wormwood Scrubs.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's it like being Harvey in Wormwood Scrubs, mate? It was. It, it was.
0: It's it like a bad dream. It's like a bad dream. I come out. I've spoke to his his dad, and them are ringing, they're ringing. ringing the jail and everything to make sure I'm all right. Yeah. And they're yeah. going, What is Harvey doing in Wormwood Scrubs? <laughs> it was like a bad nightmare because I didn't think I was going to jail. Right. And then they. Oh, that's me. bad. So jail yeah. is bad.
1: Jail is a surprise. And then going
0: in there. Is, and in there as Harvey yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, mate. It was absolutely, I remember when they put me on the van, it was like a, like, I said to myself, Fuck, I'm going yeah. jail. And one, I remember one geezer's got sent down the same time as me and he's, and he's been in there about 10 times. And he went, bruv man, I love your song anyway, man. You have a good time in there, man. mate. I'm going to have a good time in there, mate. Yeah. He was like, respect Harvey. He kept shouting through the, um, they put you in a van, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And you're all in your little cubicle things on the way to jail like that. And he was another one. He just kept shouting at me through the thing. And Were you not, I mean, were you shitting yourself? Do you know what Rami? Mean? You go through, the first emotion is like, shit, shit, shit. People are going to try it with me every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's what, that's what I was Yeah, think. So naturally, but it's weird. Once you accept it, it's weird. You you, autom- you automatically turn into a warlord. Right. So I'm just like, let's go then, it. Because I remember actually leaving the dock. Yeah. And my mum looked at me and she shouted at me through the dock and she said, son, son. I wouldn't look at her because it made me upset. And my mum is the most loveliest person in the world, tough woman from Wales. Yeah. And she went, son. And I went, yes, mum. And she went, the first person that tries it with you, smash him. <laughs> <laughs> I went, okay. <laughs> wow. And, Joe, gospel truth, I actually got to give a, a lot of respect to a lot of boys in there. Um, a lot of people know my family, so I was well looked after in there. Right, right. right. I'm not going to lie, I was looked after in there. But also, a lot of, the main thing about Joe is be humble yeah and you know what i learned so many things about a lot of the boys in there i mean a lot of boys just wanted to know how i became successful once they learned that they could talk to Mm. you every day um they gave me and another guy um big up shane in there man they gave me he he got they got they got us a keyboard so me and he was making music in the cell fuck off yeah swear down because he was like a guy that's he's in there for a long time but he's got a lot of respect of the screws and he's really into his producing right so me and him became cool um Mate, I was in there with mafia people, like they all love me. Because <laughs> like, I was just humble. Right. Do you know what I mean? I was humble. And the key is if you just get your nut down yeah. and keep yourself to yourself. Yeah. And don't go and like Charlie Big Nuts. And once they knew that, I was just down to earth, man. Like, they leave you alone. Right. So after like two, three weeks, I was alright, man. I just got a I just got a job in the uh, in the kitchen cooking for the for the jail. Yeah. So if anyone got food poisoning, scrubs. I'm sorry. That's (laughs) a mad story. Yeah, it was weird. Rom, like when I came out, it was like a dream. Imagine this: I came out, I I got sent a contract in jail for to do Red Bull Culture Clash. (laughs) You've got a message from your management, an email because they can send this email. Oh, can you agree to do this contract? So the week I came out of jail, four days later, I'm on stage at the O2 in front of twenty thousand people. Jesus, (laughs) doing Red Bull Culture Clash. All the boys was cracking up when I, yeah. when I, they was like, Ashley Waters was like, what was you doing in jail, <laughs> mate? What was you doing in there? <laughs> yeah. Welcome home. It's a bottle yeah. of brandy, man. It was like a, it was like a bad nightmare, but I think it was, um, God's way of waking me up because at the same time, what I'd done was irresponsible anyway. Yeah. You know? But you don't expect jail
1: time for that though. Yeah.
0: It was just because I think I had previously before drink driving on my record and they, they put it all
1: together. Right. It was, it was harsh mm. like, it was a I just don't even know did it? I, I just wouldn't have the. I, I don't know. a lot mm. of mental strength Ron. yeah I well, wouldn't have it, well, so, I so, tell it you day, mate I'll tell you day two I'd be offering blowjobs left right and center <laughs> just to fucking survive everyone's
0: like no you well, you're, you're good, you're so good. God, I'm a strong lad right and I've
1: been through some stuff
0: yeah as well, I, 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 soon so, like, I came out day two
1: yeah can you imagine day two I'm just deep
0: throating <laughs> <laughs> day three rob someone's bitch <laughs> he's not actually being sent down yeah just yeah. yeah, visit just <laughs> on visit day four but yeah he's it. Mendel in there but yeah that was an experience mate so yeah, yeah. bloody big can you believe it yeah
1: so how did you end up because obviously you're a fan of like hip hop <laughs> Um, where did the So Solid sort of sound come from? Were you all, what, what music were you guys listening to when you sort of came out? Was it all garage and stuff or what? Well, when we was young, we was all in reggae sounds. So Mega's,
0: Mega and Romeo's uncles yeah. owned big reggae sound systems right. in um, Battersea. And everyone knew my stepfather, God bless, who was um, a DJ, right. Sugar Ray. And he was like this the man that you'd hire the set off or do all the parties and the ends in, in Battersea. So all of us had a... a Mega Man, Harvey and Romeo forget everyone else in So Solid we're Battersea boys right all our families know each other yeah we've grown up as kids in the same youth clubs fighting me and Romeo went to the same school yeah But like literally so the influence of the music that we was around predominantly was reggae
1: right if
0: you actually listen to a lot of the lyrics they was heavily influenced by reggae if you listen right. to a lot of the mel- melodies but then as we got older into the rap Jay-Z right 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 Nas right. Wu-Tang yeah I loved Wu-Tang yeah like Mysteries of the boxing, Like when I first heard that album, mate. Oh wow. Bro, I'ma give it to you. Without no trivia, roll like cocaine straight from Bolivia. My hip hop will rock and shock the nation, like the Emancipation Proclamation. We MCs approach with slang. Is that them? As a run to the wall and bang your head. I push a force, I force your doubting. I'm making devils power to the caucus Mountains. Well, I'm the up. But you were like, you were, oh, we were yeah. basically, yeah, we a mega man to formulate that idea. Was absolutely genius. Yeah. Like it was, because I I stopped playing. Well, I was still playing football semi professionally, but I broke my ankle up at it. and all the lads knew I could rap. So I used to go to um, a pub on a Friday called the Litton Tree. Yeah. And Romeo I know used, the Litton. Yeah, know remember Litentry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Romeo used to pay me like 20 quid out of his money because Romeo was like the man. All the girls loved him in the area.
1: Yeah.
0: Mega man and Romeo. And Romeo was like, look, come down to this place and MC with me. And me and him built up a little local following in the Litton Tree in the pub, and all the girls would swarm down to watch me and him. Now, gospel truth, he gave me 25 quid. I'll never forget it. He gave me 25 pounds. I thought, oh, I've made it. Mm. <laughs> He's paid me for talking shit. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it just escalated, and the Mega Man approached me in a phone box. Um, In Battersea, I sounds dodgy. He approached yeah, me in a phone there's box, a lot so of me. unpacking that story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was on a estate, funny enough, calling a girl. Yeah.
1: Like, on one of those cards. Yeah, you remember them cards? <laughs> that? You remember them, didn't you? The BT <laughs> card. Yeah, player. Rupert
0: knows, man. <laughs> yeah. Little BT, you know what I mean? What bird can I go and see in the end? You know, little booty call at night. Yeah. Time. And that's gospel truth. I've turned around and all I can see is these scary eyes just doing this. And it was mega. Wait. <laughs> People are sh- shit scared of mega in the end. Really? Yeah. I'm oh, not allowed to be messed about with. Do you know what I mean? And he's like, but I've started this crew and did it. Come down to the radio station. he can happen. I'm like, me? I said, all right, no problem. Because I'm going to pick you up tomorrow. So he's picked me up. He drove me to the roughest radio station in in, um, Acre Lane. Yeah. Supreme FM at the time. Yeah. And um, I walked in the room and the first person that i seen was this lad with blonde hair. Looked Asian. Yeah. And a white kid. Who do you think that was? Who's that? Oxide Neutrino. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Imagine that. So I've seen this skinny kid like with this digital voice. They was on before us. Nutrino wasn't in So Solid at the time. They was a part of a crew called Living Legends crew, right? And I'm sitting there going, right, this kid's dope, man. Yeah. Right? And me and him just got on. We are just always chatting, and then he left the radio station. Mega was like, "You're on now. I'm gonna give you listen." Him and Romeo was doing their thing because I'm gonna give you the mic. And I had this one lyric that I was holding on to. When I listen to this lyric now, I'm like, that lyric was shit. Yeah. And I said this lyric, and the f- and them times you just have a phone in the radio station, and if the phone vibrates and pops off, it means you're popular.
1: Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember
0: the your phones with yeah, the faces? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've chatted this lyric and everyone was going, just
1: checking his phone then. Like, <laughs> yeah, Rom's like, and he was like,
0: who is this? Who's this guy? And Meg was like,
1: do you want to be a part of social? And I was like. So that was like your audition? Was I it?
0: was like, yeah, yeah. But everyone knew each other and I was like, yeah. And then, then we found Asher. Oh, off. We just found, yeah, We just found <laughs> Asher after then. Then we found Lisa. And then it all just came together and turned into one of the biggest things that's ever happened in, in, this,
1: in the United Kingdom. It's mad.
0: Two years later, his dad signed Oxide Neutrino. For, for So we should say we're joined yeah. by uh, yeah. Harvey's manager. Yeah, he's a, he's a legend, right? Uh... Like his dad and an uncle are legends. <laughs> like to say they was the only... you gotta understand, bro. Two Jewish guys yeah, yeah, signing black boys from the hood. Yeah, yeah. No one would touch us, everyone was shit scared. His dad and uncle said we're gonna sign Oxide Neutrino. On the back of that, they've then Oxide Neutrino the has then brought out no good for me. Yeah. They've heard it in the office. Who the f- who are these boys? Bring them in. You're I right. wanna meet these boys. Then Megas come in and played oh no to his dad and his uncle. And they've gone, whatever this is and this movement is, is revolutionary. Yeah. What the hell? never Oh no, that's the word. Oh the premises. I used to be a rapper too, but you never knew this. And if you wanna test this, gonna show you my A double S kiss this. I so they could this I bet you never knew so, so they could do this. And if you wanna do this, going to make a jump up, move your feet to this. The next you know, all of us have started to come in, and the way they picked us all out is when well, Harvey and Romeo, they're gonna be our sweet boys. They're gonna be our little thug rappers, Asher. Yeah. That's gonna be our actor stroke rapper. Lisa Matthew's gonna be the golden. The way they pieced it all together, really, it's like the
1: Avengers. So it's like a strategy, to yeah. Them. It's like a strategy, and then but the thing I find amazing about that is, how did they know that what they're listening to isn't shit? Do you know what I mean, what I mean is, like, you know, it, like that's what I don't understand. Like they, they, they obviously just got something from it that they, got they just it. thought they got it straight away. Like, if you speak to Albert Samuels, which is Jason's uncle,
0: yeah, you look at him, and you think. The most poshest geezer in yeah. the world, but his understanding of music, yeah. in it, Jason, is ridiculous. You'd be like, "Alb's, how did you know?" And you'd be like, "You know, I just knew. You know that that drum that that drum pattern." <laughs> and you'd do that. Like, That's how Alb's talk. You'd be like, "You know that drum pattern." I'd be like, "What do you know about drum patterns from the hood?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, But he knew.
1: Yeah.
0: And the whole, you understand when they brought out "Bound for the Reload." "Bound for the Reload" was actually the first number one, and they don't get the credit they deserve.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If it wasn't 21 seconds, it was "Bound for the Reload" yeah. outside neutrino their second single, Albert and Dave then had a plan. They went, okay, Romeo and Mega Man and Lisa are on No Good for Me. That's how we're gonna filter in so solid. Yeah. So as soon as you saw No Good for Me, which was Oxide and record, yeah. that then led to Oh No. Right. Oh right. No then led to Twenty One Seconds. So you was gradually filtering the whole crew through. Yeah. To the point that when Twenty One Seconds come, everyone was like, Oh my God, this is just this really? movement is unreal. Twenty One Seconds. Every lyric I do, every lyric I say, every lyric I rock, every lyric I play, every lyric I make, every lyric. There's always a snake When they get in my gate Wave through the tunnel 21 seconds and you're in trouble Yeah, but then move on a double When I double my cash When I double my dough 21 seconds, all beats gonna flow And if it's up on my toe What's so good to go When I'm on a high, when I'm on a low When I'm on a break, when I'm on a roll hype you put it up? When you
1: recorded 21 Seconds, did you know it was gonna be
0: what it what it became? No, I was still playing the same professional football. I was at Woking, playing at the time. Megas rang me, I finished training. Can you drive to EMI Studios? Funny enough. Round the corner from here. Yeah. No problem. We got this idea. Yeah. Your loop's got to be 21 seconds, mate. I don't write in seconds. I write in bars. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that is a
1: weird. That <laughs> is. I've never heard of that. Before. In
0: seconds. Just trust me. No problem. Go in the studio. G man, one of the boys in our crew's got a stopwatch. <laughs> I'm there. Argu- I, I'm arguing. That's stressful. It doesn't feel like this lyric should end. Yeah, yeah. When I went. When I'm on a high. When I'm on a low. Yeah. It felt like I should carry on. Right. It felt like half a bar. Yeah. yeah. This don't seem right. <laughs> no, trust me. Nah. <laughs> you can go home now, RV. All right, lads, take care. See you soon, yeah. weirdos. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Romeo's coming just after me, and they're saying like, they, they, "This is gospel truth. Something should be there. Something should be there." Because I just went, "When I'm on a high, when I'm on a low, yeah. hype it up." I didn't say whoa, and then Romeo went whoa, <laughs> and that led into his lyric. Yeah, yeah. So it was. I didn't think it was gonna be that big. Anyway, weeks later they're preparing the video. I don't have the record deal. The record deal was mega's deal right, at the right time. Right. So he's bringing us into this record. We got to go and see film direct and um, video directors. We have got to see these outfits. I'm seeing these leather outfits that Karen Binns has designed for us. I'm thinking we look like American stars, bro. Yeah. yeah. The gloss of it. We've then shot the video. It's my first video I've ever shot. If you watch the video, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm getting. Oh,
1: that's why. I, that's why I look
0: so angry. Do I yeah. angry? Do I act hard? What do I do? Next, you know. You know, they're going to me, you and Romeo have got a fan base of women, that is ridiculous. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna work on that. And by the way, six weeks later, you lot are predicted to be number one. Yeah, good one, mate. Number one in what? <laughs> the crime charts? Which one? Yeah. Number one in what? The national charts. In your pre-sales, you've done more than atomic kitten. And you're gonna knock them off number one. Excuse me. That's mm. mad. The video then gets sent to me yeah. from the management company on a VHS. Remember that, Jay? Mm. A VHS tape. And I've put the video in and I've watched it at the time. At the time, I was with Alicia. Yeah. And we've watched it. And I've gone, why do I look like that? (laughs) Why do I look like Jay Z? Why does my skin look flawless? Yeah. yeah. And why does this video look like a movie? Yeah. yeah. The video's fucking amazing, (laughs) isn't it? I was so baffled, Ron. I was absolutely baffled. And then we had a premiere. Yeah. We we were the first people, person, people, group, to do a premiere of a video in a cinema
1: which one Leicester Square yeah Leicester Square how many times you have to play that to make it worth it got
0: reloaded in the (laughs) cinema I swear (laughs) to god about 15 times amazing yeah and it was genius yet again what they done his dad and uncle again yeah well I'll tell you what we do people are a bit scared of you lot so what we're gonna do because you're gonna be number one anyway we're gonna invite every major person in the industry to come and watch this video at cinema so Alex Donnelly at the time the head of Radio 1 was there all the big commissioners of TV was there Mm. and they're gonna meet you lot personally and then all the commissioners walked in and they've come up to me and Harvey and they're like, oh, they're nice guys. We'll work with them. Right, 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 right. Okay. Hmm. Alex Donnelly. A-list. No problem. Radio One. Everyone has loved us. And then it all just kicked into gear. Next, you know, six months, another six months later, Brit Award, two Mobos, NME, a million sold, 250,000 sold in pre-sales and it just kept on going. <laughs> How much of a head fuck was that? It was... Crazy. When I, got, I remember when I got my first disc, my first disc was sixty thousand records. Yeah. On Oxide Neutrino the album.
1: Yeah.
0: Then it. Then they. Oxide Neutrino went gold. Hundred thousand. Then I got another one two weeks later. Then I got a platinum disc for the single of Twenty One Seconds. Yeah. Then the album came out and then I got another platinum disc and I just kept getting discs every minute. This postman's locking <laughs> me <my> door. So <laughs> another one. And then now we've gone. What we've gone platinum. We got another one last year for 2.2 million for sailing, and now we're getting another one for 5 million streams. I'm like, Uh, the album's old. Yeah, Mm. yeah. So Omega's like, yeah, you got another five coming. 40 years old, mate, why are they sending me five more? For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here's a little bit that you like to pull. How did you get
1: into hip hop? So, um, you're a hip hop fan, right? Mm-hmm. What sort of stuff are you into? I mean, I got I've sort of got an idea. What sort of got you into hip hop? Because you said you come from a reggae background, and then what sort of hip hop did you start listening to?
0: Funny enough. Run DMC and Beastie Boys. Yeah. Beastie Boys, Licensed to
1: Ill, yeah. was one of the first albums I bought. I didn't think you were going to say Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys though. were sick, man.
0: Were some dope ass white boys, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably off the back of them because I loved Adidas at the time. Yeah, and I used to wear my when I was young, I used to wear my trainers yeah. Adidas with no laces, no laces
1: yeah, yeah, and I used to.
0: Rub the Volkswagen side. Yeah, the I products.
1: did that. Did you, did yes, that? mate, I did that as
0: well. <laughs> all these people with these missing Volkswagens. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I used to do that and put it on because I couldn't afford a chain at the time. Yeah, I used to get some dodgy chain from like I don't know some like a bike. Manfreds in Dodderton you used to have these plastic chains. Big up Manfred in Dodderton Estate, man. And I just used to put it on there and. Put the Volkswagen sign and think I was Run DMC. Yeah. That led me to Beastie Boys. And then the world just, your world just opens then, and yeah. it? You're, you're, you know, Slick Rick. Yeah. Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Pun. There's so many, there's too many greats to name yeah, of yeah. that era. Yeah. Because everyone of that era was a lyricist, man. Yeah. That Wu-Tang Clan era was just magical. Obviously the Pac, B-I-G era was magic. There's too many, Rom. I think, like, there was with, so, the many, with, the so many, so with... many
1: great artists. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you think that because of the time they came out, or do you think that you think that because it's true? Because like, there's there's an argument that appa- like you know you've re- have you read this thing about apparently whatever music you listen to between the ages of sixteen to twenty four is like will stay with you forever and that's always yeah. going to be your favorite. Do you know what I mean? And you always that's your most receptive sort of music wise. Do you think that? Do you feel like hip hop has declined? Yeah, but like there's people like. Kendrick and J. Cole and people like that do you not think that hip hop still got I mean I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't I don't have an opinion there's no right or wrong answer but I there's mean... not but you've got to think to yourself Ron look how many artists of our era that me and you listen to that yeah. are named
0: there was hundreds bro yeah. you can even talk about the women MC yeah. Light yeah. I could go into women that could that could spit bars that yeah. were sick even Lauryn Hill Yeah. away from her singing the girl could rap yeah, too yeah that is true yeah. so I could name so many people Ron when they, you've just named two people yeah yeah two they're the only elites because that's why we gravitate to kendrick and joe and um, j cole because we're yeah. like oh they're actually lyricists yeah, yeah we went to devon neither missing the kids the over there we just listened to j cole the whole way there and yeah. i was like this guy is unbelievable yeah thank god for lyrics and thank god for him and thank god for someone testing themselves thank god for someone bringing back punchlines, real stories yeah and yeah you say from 16 to 24 it stays with you but that was a hell of a lot of lyricists we were listening to. Yes, I know, I know. So now our kids are going to grow up going, yeah, man, little Yachty, are you what? taking the piss? <laughs> no, let's be honest. Yeah. It, like, I tuck it. <laughs> it. Like, they're the hooks that our kids are going to remember. I know, I know. My kids ain't listening no, to that no, shit no. in the house. They can listen to it, like, for a moment. Yeah. Do you know what I like? My two-year-old daughter... Is now, listening to Tiana Taylor, who signed, who signed to Kanye West because she's a six singer. Yeah, my daughter loves Rose in Harlem. I was like, Yes, bit the more than a little bit, the more
1: than a little bit, but I ain't calling no names out, no, no free promotion. Nah, nah, I ain't late. I don't do do dates, no sneak diss, no sneak shit. That's just how I was raised. And they get the soil. I've been down, I've been loyal. When you're really older down, niggas ain't he really down for you. Oh no, what a shame. Ten
0: years in a game. Niggas like you ain't hot, you ain't pop, yes, up with you, and yay. So all I do round the house, we just play all the old school stuff. Right, right, right. My my missus loves Nas. Yeah. So we're always banging old school round house. So yeah. hopefully I can make my children have some understanding. Yeah. My eleven year old Billy Ellish we oh, went no. to new york the other day my missus was like what does angel want for christmas she wants a Billie ellish hoodie
1: yeah
0: and woolly hat from h&m <laughs> i had to buy it it hurt me swiping my credit card yeah so i went who is this girl i googled her and my heart hurt me
1: it's writing a new bond theme my she's, heart, a, she's yeah. doing the new bunching
0: yeah. yeah. you gotta be winding me up i'm not you. she's just
1: it's just been announced yeah, yeah, like yeah, yesterday so. the day before i said man. this is what the world's turned to oh no yeah my kids love that song <laughs> so,
0: your, so your kids are influenced by this girl too right? yeah when I it. bought my girl my little daughter this hoodie yeah. her face oh my god you would have thought she won the lottery dad thank you Billy. she put it on that second I was like this girl's influence this thing but when I heard her stuff I was like man this ain't music man <laughs> man this ain't music <laughs> Listen, I respect singers, bro. I love all sorts. Listen, yeah. I used to listen to. I used to love Pav- Pavarotti. I used to love Russell Watson, um, Andrea Bocelli. I listened to all. Did you like, ever think he was going to say no, that? No, not yeah. Watson, but. I listened no. to everything. Mate, I loved <laughs> <laughs> REM. Shut up. I loved REM.
1: I mean, right, listen, there's nothing wrong with true. REM. Night swimming. I respect Harvey. Night it's, swimming? Is that yeah,
0: your that's thing? good tune? Oh, right, fair <laughs> fair. That's
1: me in the corner. Oh, I don't
0: like that one. <laughs> that's me <laughs> in the spot. Like, but you know what? He let's was a you lyricist. Made it sound
1: Did you? I, I, I never thought we'd hear that. Everybody hurts. Let's, let's, <laughs> say, let's say a Russell Watson impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I Russell's
0: said. hard. He, do you know what's yeah. mad? I actually done a song with him. Me and me and Mel C from um Spice Spice Girls. We actually I done a remix. Yeah, because they done like a four mm. to the floor remix. That yeah. and that was his dad again. <laughs> Russell Watson. I was like, what? I said, but he does opera, and his dad said. Just think of the publishing. I said, okay, where's the
1: contract?
0: <laughs> <laughs> This Sky <guy> sells millions. <laughs> yeah, his music's weird, man. Yeah. It's weird. I'm more listening. I was actually saying it today.
1: I listen to more British stuff. Yeah. So what British stuff you listen to? I love Kano's last album. Kano yeah. is. Former guest. You went to his concert too, didn't you? Mate. I'm going yeah. again. I'm going to the drums again. Yeah. I'm shows gonna, gig yeah. I'm turn up
0: this and like they said that the, the album didn't even do well. What? That's when you know, that's when Did you they know. know? What are you King, talking about? That sales wise, yeah. the album didn't do fantastic. But you know what? That's because it's a lost Dreams? generation. They don't even Dreams. appreciate Kano. That was that album made in the manner it was, wasn't it? Yeah. It's sick. Artypes. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And then two weeks later, funny enough, I ended up doing a show in Dubai and I bumped into um Kojo Funds. Yeah. And Kojo done the big single with him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And Kojo, me and Kojo were sitting on the beach at Dubai and he said, Harvey. Do you know what that means for me to work with him? He goes, I remember listening to you lot. And me, obviously, going to Kane and asking my cousin to give him a demo when I was, like, 12 years old. And next you know, he's ringing me to do a hook for him. I was in the ends When Kenny from Network Was buying out Benz. So now it's high end When I got nice spin Climatized, Yes no shine to my neck But the stripes are my crept So drug dealer rest. You can smell the east on me Like Pink Ralphs And bizarre blue jeans on me I told my cousin, don't worry I got bees on me We fuck club up Then flee the scene Drag- Everyone respects Kano Kano is That gig Yeah I looked epic Because remember I was there The week, week after Doing the Garage yeah, Yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah Garage I remember we were talking
1: about it yeah.
0: And I was like this guy is weird because you would think oh, Kano's gone off the,
1: off yeah, the yeah, radar. Because it, yeah, but
0: he... Puts on a concert, 5,000 so, uh, people at the Albert I know.
1: Unbelievable. I know. He's acquired legendary status. You know I mean, like those people, they have a reverence for him. Do you know what I mean? And also, like when we had him on the podcast, he's like about artistry. Do you know what I mean? That's like right. he, he He doesn't want his music to be disposable. He thinks very carefully about how he makes his records do you know what I mean it's like he wants these things to last and that's why he was gone for a while because he didn't he had no creative motivation to make music do you know what I mean so and that's like that's somebody that's like you know because you could have easily just thought just shout out an album every year just like do you know I mean? but he didn't want to do boy. that yeah it's like and you amazing. got to think
0: you know he, this is the boy that when he first started when I first found out he got top boy with, with Ashley my band mate yeah. I was like Ash Kano this is exactly what Ashley said to me Harvey trust me this boy can act yeah you sure brother same thing again the artistry how serious he takes it Now the last top where that's just come out. If they don't give Kano a
1: BAFTA, I know it's so mad, isn't it? I'm leaving the country, but it's funny, unbelievable. It's funny that because I actually started filming them at that point.
0: Yeah, this is the first ever. Because
1: there's nothing about no disrespect to Kano, but there's nothing about what I'd seen in any of his videos or anything that would suggest he's an actor that he's going to be that good. No, it's crazy. That's why I was when I first found out he got
0: cast. Remember, I find out first hand because that's my best mate leading it. And now I'm like, wow, a man that takes his you know, his craft seriously. Yeah. He analyzes everything. And that's what I think all great artists do. Even in, with the So Solid stuff, the way we formulate everything, it's a bunch of geniuses, man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's why we're so strong together. Like, you know, me and Mega was discussing it. We'd done a show in Birmingham on Saturday and he went, <clears throat> I've accepted everyone's roles. And I said the same thing. I've said I've accepted everyone's roles with So Solid. And the minute you accept everyone's roles, you realize how powerful you all
1: are. Yeah. Do you know
0: what I mean? Because... Meg would be like, there's certain things I can't do that Harvey can do. Yeah. And there's certain things that Mega Man can do that Harvey can't do yeah, or yeah. Romeo or Lisa. But it all makes so solid. Yeah. yeah. But it all comes from the same cloth because there's something that we do share and that's talent. Yeah, yeah. That's musical talent. That's why it's hitting people now. They yeah, go in, no, these guys are real.
1: Well, legends. it feels like you've had a resurgence, doesn't it? Yeah, like like, Because, it, not to say that people weren't uh every, obviously everybody knew who you were. Yeah. But it feels like It was a dark hour. Yeah, you've come mm-hmm. into the public conscience again, Like the, again. Do you know what I mean? That's it's he's right. gone away for a while, do you know what I mean? So. Now it's
0: madness. I can't go anywhere, bro. I'm Like it's always been like that anyway. You'd say the mainstream faces, the ones that get it a lot is probably yeah, me, Romeo and Asher. Yeah. Like it's never stopped for me. Even when I even when So Solid wasn't popping in me at our quiet time. Yeah. I get bothered everywhere, bro. Yeah, Someone yeah. will come up to you and but now it is just ridiculous like, I was flying to New York, I get to the airport, the security guys are spun me like legend. Yeah. I was like, mate, I can have a bomb in me. They didn't even search me. They're just like legend. Don't search him. <laughs> the guy's like, come through, man. This guy's a legend. I was yeah. like, everywhere you go. It's mm. crazy. So when I realise the impact now, but people are gonna fully appreciate it when when the movie comes out. Mm. You know? We're, so when does this come out?
1: It's gonna we're close now. We're close. Yeah. And we So this is like your is it is this is this is a so solid straight out of Compton. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Officially approved, and and did you guys write it, or how did it come about? So we got a writer
0: on it, and then what yeah. happens is, see, this is what I, it's so old school. We got a writer to write the first ninety nine pages, and then we kept it real. It wasn't like we're not going to meet up in Soho House or Shoreditch House. Do you yeah. know what we're going to do? We're going to go and meet up in one of the council estates. Yeah. Fuck, that's what Ruper mm. would do. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Where that's what Gangster Ruper would do. Yeah, one like of the council, council estates where we've grown up in a community center that's run by Mega's auntie. Yeah, and we sat in there and then we read the script out to each other. And you got to understand, this is like. 10 characters yeah. you're trying to keep happy. Yeah. And we literally argued, celebrated. <laughs> that should be a no, that should be out. Because yeah. you're trying to everyone's got different memories. Yeah. yeah. And you're trying to make sense of one story. But we we got there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was a lot of compromise. But Mega, he was smart what he said because he goes, Look, everyone's gonna have their own personal views and what they like and what they don't like. So he's like, everyone go away tonight, go home and just email me what you like and what you don't like. And then I'll send that to the writer and we'll do another version. That fucking yeah.
1: writer's got a tough job in his life. He's got voice. a hell
0: of a tough job. Biggest problem is the director. Because I've got my points of view. Yeah. This one's got his point. I remember we got Ashley Waters in our group. Yeah, yeah. Who's Mr. Acting God. Yeah, yeah. And he fucking analyzes everything. And he's like, he knows every director because he's worked with him, isn't he? So Yeah. you can imagine like, no, he shouldn't direct it because he ain't did that. And I'm like, yeah, and he, we should have him. And I love people like Jim Sheridan. Yeah. Who directed Get Rich or Die Trying, Yeah. Because... He goes into the roots of it. Like, he said before he directed Get Rich or Die Tryon, he lived in Southside Jamaica, Queens for six months just to absorb how 50 Cent grew up. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Why? You're, mate, you're minted. You're from Ireland. You're no. old white guy. <laughs> so he lived there. Just say on you holiday. did that. Do you know Don't what I mean? You have to actually do yeah? It, yeah? He went into, like, <laughs> all the places that 50 used to go in as a kid. So went and talked to the local drug dealers on the corner. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Lucky he came home. But to understand so solid and everything, you have to go to visit Battersea. Yeah, Because yeah. if I took you Battersea right now, you're going to be like, I get it. Yeah, Because yeah. you be like, everyone just treats you normal. You'd go there now, and you see Mega just sitting outside the chicken shop just eating his food with his brother. Because we always, we always go home. Really? No matter that, all the boys still, I live in Windsor. Yeah. E- all the boys live out, you know, in their lovely houses, but everyone comes home. The other day, we, we had a meeting there, and we just went to spa, you know, Having a chat, and then you just see like me, Mega and Romeo just walking through the estate and all the like normal, like you're right, Junior. Yeah, because that's what people know me as in Battersea. Mega Man Dwayne. Yeah. Romeo Marvin. Hmm. Yes, Dwayne, how's your mum? Yeah, Yo, you right. You're right, Sandra. <laughs> it's so normal. There's no superstars in our area. Yeah. Like, literally, everyone treats you just treats you exactly the same. And yeah. I think you have to absorb that you have to absorb what we're growing around, absorb how lucky we are all to be alive. Yeah. Because it was dangerous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, after, you know, some of us had been stabbed, some of us have been shot. Asher got stabbed in his neck, I got stabbed in my neck. It's real shit, yeah. bro. But we, we lived to tell the tale when we got through it and it's more kind of guiding the new, the new kids now.
1: You've just done this um, celebrity MMA thing. Mm. Well, now, I didn't know you were doing this. W- why would I know? But what I mean is like, I had no idea. And then when I first found out, it was when I was on your, looking at your Instagram and suddenly I see you absolutely kicking the shit out of Dapper <laughs>, Laughs. And I thought it was like a setup because I just thought, first, there's so much to unpack there. First of all, how are Harvey and Dapper Laughs in the same room? Oh, right? right, secondly, why is Harvey kicking the shit out of him? Thirdly, this is, it seems like uh, like an official like event. I just couldn't <laughs> fucking believe it. So what is this?
0: Well, my management got approached probably about six months ago by Fame MMA. Fame MMA actually originates from Poland. Right. So it's massive in Poland. They get all the Polish celebrities yeah. and they go and have a big tear up. But yeah. everything's under proper regulations. Like I said, you're fighting with no headgear.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you've got have MRI scans.
1: Before and full, after. During the match. Full
0: blood scans. Everything. It's like your like Conor McGregor for like 10 weeks, yeah. literally. And then I knew that they was kind of coming over to UK to do the Fame MMA UK. Right. And then... Um, They approached me
1: yeah didn't approach me weirdly i know funny enough yeah yeah, 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 maybe because they
0: have you done as a warrior they didn't think episode one should feature
1: a fat man having a heart attack 30 seconds into the bout i
0: can't deal with you you know (laughs) they started and i agreed to it once well yeah once the check was right mate i I agreed you know what i mean i'm not doing that for free because it was a gospel truth I box but that's the hardest thing i've ever done in terms of like mentally like literally had to sacrifice everything no drinking mm. no social smoking but you're in good nick aren't you like myself, you do bro. look after yourself yeah.
1: and like you play football and like you're a fucking you're a good footballer yeah I was a pro yeah so. yeah, and, um, and I've seen you like you put up videos every now and again of you training and shit mm. like that so you don't mess about nah, so you're already going into it with a bit I mean I can't I, listen I don't I don't know what Dapper last' training regime is but I, I imagine there was more of a lifestyle change for him than there would have been for it you, was because
0: right? he had to make weight because if you don't make weight I get his purse oh really yeah Is that serious they don't mess about so he had to be under under 83 right under 83 kilos so it was serious we had weigh-ins the day before. like we, the day of the event there was a lad from um one of them geordie Shaw and the lad couldn't make weight they he had to go in the sauna for like six hours <laughs> poor kid come out <laughs> <with dehydrated. laughs> he was dehydrated
1: horrible prep was was
0: it he had, had over him i was thinking this is serious. but i was i was comfortable training ain't a mystery to me for dapper like i said He's got a lot of issues anyway, mentally. and right. So I think mentally, it done, a, it done
1: very well for him. Mm. Even though I smashed him up, I still think... Yeah. yeah, it didn't feel like you were sort of considering that because there's a bit... <laughs> I mean, it, like... like you, you, talk I very, it. you talk very generously about him now, but if you've seen the video, it looks like you're trying to stove his head in. <laughs> it, honestly, it looks like the end oh of an God. episode of The Sopranos. I feel
0: guilty now. <laughs> Where can you watch this? It's, it's on my Instagram. It, yeah. it's on is on YouTube forever. But, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. so what's the emotion because at that point you know the fight's won pretty much yeah and then you're just kicking seven I shades still of shit out of him. him well
0: the thing is once there's, there's with MMA it's not like boxing you know what I mean there's either points or a knockout or, yeah. you know what I mean people don't have you don't have submissions in it's boxing there's like no Queensbury rules right, exactly so I just literally said to myself look once I've, I flipped him over and I got on top of him yeah. I said mate you're not getting up bro. I ain't had a beer for ten weeks mate so yeah. It was more, more me thinking about having a Peroni in the bar, really. I thought, I'm going to smash you so I can get in the bar as quick as possible. How well did you two know each other? Very well. We, lived, right. we actually live five miles apart. Right. So, me and Dapple drink in the same pub. Right. So, and we'd meet up, have a drink, and even our coaches knew each other.
1: Really? Do you know what I mean? That's how... It does like, beg the question what you would have done to a stranger. Because, like, you, like you're good friends with him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what did he say afterwards?
0: He was all right after. I think the only thing that, that kind of... That must have hurt. I'll tell that. you what hurt. I'll tell you what actually hurt me was... um. Uh, You? What (laughs) the fuck about you? This killed me. So after the fight, I'm upstairs, my daughter's FaceTiming me, all my boys are watching it on pay-per-view, and they're all like, yeah, you killed him, I didn't expect any less. And next, you know, at the time, my hand's fractured, so I've got all, like, all claret over me. I think the claret's come from Dapper. Yeah. My hand's hanging out, it's an absolute nightmare. So I've gone to the um, doctor, I need a shower, I just need to cool my body down and just relax. So as I've gone down to the shower, Dapper's dress room is below mine. I've walked out of the dress room and he's on the phone to his wife, and his wife's crying. Like it made me feel terrible. Because oh that's someone's husband, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So it's I say, My missus was crying when I was walking out for the fight. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I was like, I haven't threw no punches yeah? <laughs> my cousins was comforting her and all that. But that's someone cares about that person. That's yeah. someone's husband. Yeah. That killed me. Because I could hear her. He must have had his phone on loudspeaker. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah he, he knew said, you were walking past. Yeah, what a no prick, progress, didn't one he? second. What there. a prick. <laughs> but uh, he said um, she was just like he was to her, I'm alright, he was fine, like we had a laugh after. But um, yeah, that that killed me because I thought, oh, I don't want to hear his missus bloody all emotional and that. Now, now I feel
1: really guilty. Holy shit. Man. Yeah. So that, is that going to be a regular thing, MMA? Well, for, it's going to be regular, MMA. but
0: for, in terms of me, well, I've, I've achieved a lot of things in my life. I've boxed, I've... I've done. I never thought I'd do MMA, but I've done that now. Well, well done for doing it, man. Thank you, mate. It's done now. uh, Another one off, ticked off the um, old CV. And Dapper, we hope you're alright. Ah, Dapper's cool, man. I spoke to him yesterday, actually, last night. Yeah, he had me in tears. Still, (laughs) he's still a nutter, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Plug one, plug two, guest plugs for you. Well, look, we're almost out of time. Well, I think we're out of time here, Harvey. Uh, You have been. What do you think? Best guest ever. I think so. Thank Thank you for having me. Uh, But listen, what have you got coming up? So this film, when's this film coming out?
0: I don't reckon it'll be out till. Um, 2022 to be honest okay, with you because yeah. you've got a year to, to get it made so um, you'll you know about that Ram. you'll be first on the list there mate Thanks, but the, mate. obviously the big thing is March the 13th the So Solid concert at the yeah. O2 Kennerstown okay. Forum yeah. 21 songs with a live band because nice. it's tw- 21 years of 21 seconds yeah. and um, we're headlining SW4 amazing yeah so that's we've done the photo shoot the other day it's getting announced and you'll see it everywhere Yeah. and um, that's amazing man because it's the first time SW4 is a massive festival Yeah. and it's the first time we've performed in our area because remember it's in Clapham Common Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be a, a beautiful day we can bring our kids down and it's just nice for everyone in our area to see us perform at home yeah, for the yeah. first time in like 10 years 10, 15 years because yeah. the police will not have so something in Battersea so or Clapham Common mm. but now we're older it's nostalgia and even the fact that they've booked us
1: Yeah,
0: I think it's yeah we're on on a Sunday and then Usher's the day before
1: nice yeah yeah. see you there so
0: yeah good times man But well, your... I'll be so solid
1: you're going to be the usher yeah, yeah I'll be there yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob,
0: Rob you're invited to everything you know? thank you're, you mate I'm legit. coming down
1: uh, listen Harvey mate it's so such an honor to have you on man and uh, mutual, you're always mate. great value so thank you so much thank for coming down thank you for having down. me Rob uh, take care man good luck with everything thank you brother